Hi, I'm Kate. And I'm Mandy. And this is Love Sober, the podcast for the sober and sober curious. Hi, and welcome back to Love Sober, the podcast for the sober and sober curious. And today is episode 114. Um, And today we're going to have a little look at um, our balance model. This is um, a holistic program that uh, Mandy and I devised in terms of our sober toolkits. So we're really pleased to share that with you today. And one of the reasons we're doing that is that we were just sort of chatting about the state of things at the moment. So we're going to have a little look at that as well. Um, Obviously, we're still in lockdown here in the UK. France is going into curfew, isn't it? He said at six. Yeah, we're in curfew now. So we're sort of discussing it in a in a kind of mental health toolkit sort of way today and reflecting on on how we do it really how we keep try and keep ourselves well and safe and sober right mm-hmm. um, yeah and, and sort of and, and you know often it need to, needs to be sort of tweaked at certain times so it's that sort of inquiry into how we're using the whole of our toolkits um, during challenging times so so that's us today so how are you man how are you doing today I am not too bad. I it's sunny today, <laughs> a little bit of a weather check. Sunny today, and it was interesting at the weekend because the sun came out, didn't it, in the UK? Um, just how much it lifted people's morale was just, you know, within our community. It was just like, ah, you know, um, life's not so bad now. Um, so yeah, so it's continued, which is nice as a kind of spring. Um, sense and um yeah exciting news that we are we put in an offer on a house and um it was accepted so that's super exciting so yeah we've been renting for the last three years um which has been amazing because we've had the opportunity um to live in incredible kind of place we'd never be able to buy um but yeah I've kind of yeah it's want to set down roots really and just yeah um so I'm really excited about that but it's gonna fry my brain and it's gonna be a whole world of renovation (laughs) work but um yeah so that's my news Uh, other than that I'm all right I've been I had a very very bad kind of dip mental health dip last week um and so took quite a bit of getting over that I was kind of very badly sort of triggered in terms of trauma um so I had to do a bit of a hedgehog roll last week and just sort of yeah took me by surprise really because I didn't realize that I could still get triggered like that but um you know I'm all right now so it's all the resi- the amazing work of resilience and sobriety and all, all the stuff so yeah I'm all right dude and you yeah. um yeah I'm I'm okay again it's it's still very much one day at a time here in terms of juggling family stuff um we also had some very sad news that a friend died yesterday so mm. this you know there's I remember um someone saying in our group you know the struggle is real and I and I think that it feels like that for a lot of people at the moment so 
But I know that, you know, we were also talking, weren't we, about, we were talking about other people that we know and we were talking about the financial impact on people. Um, and, you know, we've got homes and we've got incomes and that feels like really something to be really bloody grateful for yeah. at the moment, sort of health and some, but you know, those basic things of having a roof over our heads and not being in crisis financially, um, which then allows, you know, because the, that's the basics, right? Some of the basics. So I guess what we're talking about today in terms of the model of balance, that does cover a bit of that, but it's very much assuming that we've got that in place. And I think those tools can be really helpful anyway, but just a real nod to the sort of luxury of being able to then work a bit higher up on that hierarchy of needs in terms of what are the next when we're out of immediate crisis how how can we improve our lives and our mental health our functioning I guess yeah 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 it's 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 um obviously you know it's a it's a challenging time and I think you know knowing sort of people that are struggling and doing the work we do you know and, and and sometimes working with people that are in in crisis essentially you know and thinking about yeah nurses social workers or oh, just anyone shop owners and the whole thing you know frontline workers it's just like I'm quite cautious about how we approach our own kind of problems talk about our own problems at the moment I think with just that you know like everything is relative to you right you're in your own bubble and you know what you know and it and it's meaningful and I had to really work hard at this too because I used to carry a lot of shame and a lot of guilt about because I'm an empath and you are as well and highly sensitive people that like I couldn't be happy because there was suffering and that was a real real difficult thing for me to get my head around um I had a nervous breakdown because of that when I was 18. Yeah, yeah so 100% I get, I understand what you're saying. Um, but again, on the flip side, it's having that empathy and that understanding that your problems are relative and to be able to, you know, and there's a lot of privilege and we have a lot of privilege. And so it's kind of like, yeah, where do I air my issues? Like, who do I talk to about them? Like, am I giving unsolicited advice to people that are really struggling in a way that I'm not? Like, I think that's something that I've, I'm quite careful about at the moment. Just who's my audience, basically? And what am I? Yeah. Are they the right person to share with about this? You know? Um, and yeah, just that recognition that like, if you've got your basic needs met, you know, if you've got a roof over your head and you've got food on the table and you've got some money coming in, then you're really winning at life. (laughs) And let's be fucking grateful for that. And health. Yeah. And health. Mm. Yeah. 100%. And yeah. And I mean, as we go through and, and talk about this, I think it's interesting what you said about also, yeah, what kind of, like job you do are you a carer and these very much are tools for you well we wrote this didn't we with 
busy parents and carers in mind mm. before we had this at the extra challenge of the of the pandemic as sort of robust holistic tools for stressed out parents so as we go through it I still like you know it is fundamental to, for me um, to use some of these tools um, even more so now so we really hope that they'll that they'll be useful and um, we just want to also signpost that we will be we're starting to work with this very actively in our community um, and we'll be doing monthly webinars about these about these tool this particular toolkit and way of working to kind of make sure we're staying sober and mentally well um, so yeah so yeah, where do we where do you want to start? With B. <laughs> yeah, so the yeah. balance the balance model. Um, and we really look at it like it's like the wheel of life tool, you know, where you've got a piece of pie for each one and you have a think about what that might look like for you and what the score is. And if it's looking a bit shabby, you think, what can I do to improve this? What can I do to 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 move it on one? And actually they could it can be such a great kind of way of looking at things because often when we do that, when we go into, when we get knocked off balance, when our lives are imbalanced, when we feel uh, triggered, when we're stressed out, we can get real tunnel vision about things and we and we lose the ability to pull back and use my favourite phrase, widen the aperture and have that kind of bird's eye view of like, oh, okay, I'm going down this route, I'm repeating this behaviour that that is not helping me and actually it could be something you know completely different that I I just need to balance up so this could be a really great tool just for going oh okay what 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 am I missing what am I needing so yeah so B first is body so we're going to talk about what things we you know this physical diets somatics you know the mental health yeah yeah, and, and in terms of very practical mental mental health. What do you do to what are you doing to look after yourself, Mandy? Um well I think I am especially at the moment taking a lot of rest. What was really nice actually I saw in the community this morning, um, because we set a Monday intention just to kind of like what we're gonna kind of look after this week. Um, in terms of self-care and a lot of the women had said rest and I was like yippee like we're we're winning you know this is working kind of thing because I yeah so rest um, I have both of us we're trying to introduce some regular exercise aren't we Um, and I was thinking about this because when you kind of start hacking your your mental and physical health and when you start learning about habits and habit change like you can apply that so much in other areas of your life so you know like for example the James Clear work of kind of make it obvious make it easy make it um, rewarding and I can never remember the fourth one satisfying make it satisfying so you know I've I've I um and I was thinking about because I used to run and I was thinking about like what did I used to do so I went there like what did I used to do okay well 
I used to listen to music. I really like that about it. And, you know, I quite liked having some nice gear, you know, like <laughs> gear is a bad word, but you know, I mean, um, some nice running stuff. Um, <laughs> and so I was like, okay, I'm going <laughs> so to treat myself. <laughs> so I'm going to treat myself to some new, like running shoes because mine are really old um and so and then I was like okay so I put my stuff you know make it visible so I put all my stuff next to my um bed and I had a little pile with my new trainers and some socks and all the stuff and it all coordinates so I was like oh that makes it all the gear no idea (laughs) yeah I love that so that sums, sums up my teenage years uh, for sure. <laughs> um, yeah and and like and so using those sort of tools so it's like well how's how do I make it satisfying it's like well I get like a you know half an hour listening to tunes so I found this really great like deep house radio station it only plays music like and a little bit of like Spanish guy talking so that's super satisfying mm. I actually paid so this is like putting as the Americans would say put some skin in the game mm-hmm. you know and that's what we talk about like why does coaching work right because you're actually sort of investing in your own growth yeah. um, and so rather than having to start on the because I'm doing the couch to 5k rather than having to start on day one again like when you pay for the app then they match it to your skills level. So then I started on like week two. So already I got like a reward because I was like, I'm better than like the average, you know. And then like I did a couple of runs and it moved me up to like week five or something. So anyway, um, yeah. So since January, I've been, well, since I started last week or whatever, I've been for like four runs and that's probably more runs than I did in the whole of last year. (laughs) amazing yeah and uh in terms of yeah in terms of um keeping up with my supplements really I take a omega-3 fish oil I take a b vitamin complex um and I take magnesium and I do that every day so that's my body stuff sorry that was really long yeah. you no that's good yeah because I uh, well for me obviously I I love yoga and I find that very therapeutic it's also where my community is my local kind of in real life community and that's all locked down but so I'm still doing the zoom classes um but I I was really like actually I want to I want to get a bit fitter so I have enlisted help for a local personal trainer which I can't believe I can't believe he's a school dad and is wicked and um yeah so I've been doing that we can do that socially distanced so we do like everything is sterilized we're out in the outdoor there's lots of space I've been doing a bit of boxing and stuff like that and skipping and I had to do what was it 100 skips yesterday and I thought I was gonna die literally I was so shit I was like I used to be really good at skipping anyway, but it's that connection and making it, it's, you know what we said before about holding space for, for, for sort of people in, in jobs and in, in, in my home, like I said, that my family has some complex needs. And I realized that what it was, was that face to face with somebody 
where they are just concentrating on me for 40 minutes and it's like all all that matters in that session is my fitness and I'm and it's like really so it's like a massive mental health tool and it's also pushing me out of my comfort zone because I got into my you know what I used to do and and it's good I'm doing a bit of boxing and um yeah that and supplements I also take omega-3 vitamin b and I take vitamin d as well and I'm doing um every other day I do c with zinc um yeah and I'm just like really getting a lot of comfort from the food at the moment but in a good sort of family cooking way got a, a book about um the roasting tin it's called and you put everything in there and it's quite hearty um so that's Ooh. nice so yeah don't let me buy another recipe book (laughs) honestly just like look up the recipes online yeah that's true um and and again it's like that thing it's like you've used sort of sober talk it on that kind of exercise thing because it's about you've got accountability like you're working with someone um and yeah you've got a coach essentially in that area of your life yeah yeah Um, but it's also that connection thing and it's also self-care, isn't it? And it's reframing exercise as self-care. And so it's like using what's your values to be able to create habit change. So, No, it's totally right. And, he, and in fact, he was sort of saying to me that when we were talking about the mindset, we were talking about coaching and he, he was like, yeah, most of his uh, clients are, are mums. And it's literally that is their time for themselves that day where they don't have to be mom and they don't have to think about anything or they don't have to. It's just like it was so clearly a kind of quite a universal kind of requirement and really beneficial. So, and I'm, I mean, it's it's really helping me. Like I feel, and I I think I was getting a lot of the GABA stuff, you know, the relaxation from yoga, but this is I realised I needed that like serotonin kick of being outside and pushing myself in dopamine mm. which is like really helping me be a bit more buoyant at the moment so yeah and what's interesting is that it costs the equivalent of like, what four bottles of wine your pt sessions a week so oh, you get two you get two cheap. i think it just i mean it's... yeah so it's like 15 quid yeah so it's like 30 quid a week so that's like four bottles of wine or whatever yeah and it's like we throw that away just like that just like down the drain doing us harm but the idea of like putting that into our mental well-being is like it's a bit like so, yeah, yeah. but bad. you know when people are like I need a treat I need a treat but it's my treat wine's my treat what else can I have it's like man that's a treat it's like me going to my shiatsu massage once a month you know it costs me 40 euros a month but that's a lot less than I spent on wine. And I have that whole thing. Like I look forward to it. Like it's a massive reward. I have a craving for it. Like there's a real habit about it, you know, and she, I mean, she basically held me in an incredibly powerful way last week when I was unwell, you know, um, with trauma, you know, and she was the kindest. I mean, she gave me a hug, like, you know she was like I don't care about you know COVID gave me a hug something incredible about being hugged by another woman when you're in a traumatic situation and that is that's a treat that I will look forward to and I will choose that over wine any day and it's that mindset shift it's like we 
you know for so many years it was like wine's my treat but then I would never treat myself in any other way yeah yeah 100% yeah so that's interesting isn't it that's quite a big section because I think we can we can do a lot of practical resourcing in that section can't we Um, yeah and obviously there's that body mind soul connection so it feels quite um quite a good way in actually doesn't it to be able to think about those and the somatics you know the hot baths I'm having a lot of hot salt baths at the moment wrapping up warm um a lot of touch like I massage my I've got um some lavender oil so I massage that into my hands after my bath and my feet the heated blankets so so there's a whole wealth that's that, that we can tap into actually in lockdown that's the somatic stuff the body stuff yeah if we can't quite get to some of the other stuff actually I think I think that's yeah. a place to start mm. so what about a a is all all and wonder yeah so you know to un you know our philosophy behind this and everything is you know we worked a lot with the kind of the concepts that are the principles of the science of happiness and and positive psychology um when we were thinking about this model for well-being and awe you know awe and wonder is is part of that you know it's part of what makes us happy and what connects us to um and gives us a sense of that we're not alone as well which is really key i think for you know triggers around alcohol because a lot of it is about feeling lonely um certainly was for me anyway um so yeah so awe wonder gratitude working with your senses nature uh, mindfulness all of that stuff um for me at the moment um well actually because I am a bit of a it's interesting isn't it because the 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 exercise stuff is getting me out of the house and I've had a tendency to be in Mm. all the time um and like this morning it was really really misty you know and and that was really like a hit of awe because it was like you could just see the houses like popping out through the mist Um, (laughs) yeah um and I think I'm relying yeah quite a lot on my gratitude practice of just like um I think well, because I've been studying a lot about habit change at the moment, so my head's really in that. But yeah, <laughs> it's that thing of like I get because I was thinking of like you know how do I hack my addictions basically because we're all have you know a dopamine loop, and I'm you know I was like I'm addicted to sobriety, like I'm addicted to being grateful for making good choices in my life. Like I literally get high on like another day sober and I was like oh that's interesting so yeah just the daily gratitude of 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 making good choices for myself I think and you Mm. yeah I think the outside is well I went I'll tell you what I did do you remember I was having a really low day on Saturday and I was like okay what do I need so I did a bit of like Sarah Blonde in meditation. It's like, nah, that's, that didn't cut it. Uh, what can I do? I can, I can't even remember what I did. I baked, didn't I? I think I made yeah. a ginger and banana bread, which did help a little bit. 
Nah, not quite cutting it. It just felt like I was wading through mud. It was a very dark day and I felt really, really crap. So then um, my husband went, uh, well, we need a new mirror for the top of the stairs. So you could go to, he kind of tasked me because I was like, look, I'm not doing very well today. He went, why don't you go to B&Q and pick up that mirror? So I was like, okay. So, you know, like 50 quid later in the garden centre of B&Q, I was like, that's it. That's it. That's done it. And basically I bought seeds and I bought myself like this little propagator. Well, just a plastic tray. Um, so I didn't actually spend that much money. And yeah, so some and, and I bought some snapdragon seeds and I bought vegetable seeds. And what it did is it anchored me in that feeling that, well, I'm grateful to have a garden and that by the time they're all growing, we hopefully should be out of lockdown and it'll be spring. And it was like this two shall pass moment. And it was mm-hmm. a physical manifestation of this, this two shall pass that it was like, ah, and it was very interesting to just go, no, that didn't quite do it. That didn't do it. And then it was like, no, that really did do it because it, it, it gave me that brain shift. And I guess that is, that's that gratitude and that the wonder of finding an egg in the chicken coop because mm-hmm. they're perfect. Yeah, and I love that because it's, I think what people don't realise is that, you know, when you first stop drinking, you know, alcohol damages our brain, you know, receptors, that's what it does. So our our brains get very limited in the ways that we can think about things. And the more sober time you get, the more that you can have kind of complex sort of thinking about things. And it is that sense of like, that doesn't work. Okay, I'll try something else. And the ability to keep going until you find that thing that works is like, you know, it, that's the kind of bright brain opening up and being able to, yeah, work properly. Other options. Yeah, creatively. Yeah. It's the playground of the mind, isn't it? It's the, the five executive functions that Dr. whatever his name talks about. Um and it was engaging. So, yeah, what worked? So engaging visual memory, looking backwards, what worked, what didn't work. Engaging memories going forward, visual memory, what can I do? And at some point, I think the fifth of the executive functions almost was to enter the playgrounds of the mind, he calls it, and generate more options. And I love that phrase because mm-hmm. the words executive function sound really heavy and serious. And then it's like, but... Once they're all working, we engage the playground of the mind and then we go, woohoo! No, that's that's engaging yeah. my core value of let's have a bit of a laugh and a bit of fun yeah. and a bit of sparkle. And that really that awe, that gratitude, again, they they can help just cheer us up essentially. Got got any further than Doctor What's his name? No, I can put it in the notes. Brilliant. But I just can't. I just can't remember what his name is. He's nothing to do with sobriety. He's the god of ADHD, Doctor Somebody. <laughs> That's so typical of me. I'm like my brain's all over the place. That's right. We'll put it in the notes. Yeah. Um, so L is lifestyle. So yeah, it's sort of looking after your environment, your um, your needs in terms of financial, social. Um, yeah, relationships, boundaries. boundaries yeah. yeah, some of that, isn't it? Boundaries, and it could be around finances. It could be around, yeah. It's like the organ. I see that as the organization bit, that lifestyle bit. It's like, okay, how how are we 
doing our daily business and the daily stuff and then the weekly stuff and the monthly stuff. It's like, how does it all work together as a, as a plan and being a grown-up? That's yeah. how I do that. And that's like, who the fuck knows? I don't know. I'll ask a grown-up. <laughs> well, that's it. Then you get help, don't you, to the bits you don't know how to do. So so I got, I've got go help, haven't I? Okay, this is going to – right, this makes me sound – I feel like a bit embarrassed saying it. And I don't know how it works in lockdown, but when I was struggling under the kind of the thought of the spectre of homeschooling, which I'm not even going to pretend that I, I do, um, I was like, okay, the house is is, is an utter tip. Um, the children are here all the time making a mess. The garden looks like someone came in and vandalised it. You know, we've got all of this stuff we're working on. I was like, how do I do it all? How do I do it all? And I was like, okay, well, what's the one thing? Doing a bit of coaching. In that that shitty piece of the pie, what is that one thing that I can do that's going to help? And I was like, well, let I'd love someone to do my washing for me. And then I looked it up online. It's really expensive. It was like to, to like to have a shirt on. It was like three quid. And I was like, okay, I'll just, that's just not going to happen. And then I got even more specific, and this can really help. It's like, okay, I might be in the right area. Is it the washing? No, not really. I don't mind because it's a tumble dryer and I can fold stuff up. And then it was like, but the ironing, there were like literally baskets and baskets and baskets of ironing all over the house, and I just couldn't, I just can't do it. And you know, I found a local lady again, like 15 quid, who'll do an hour of ironing. And I was like, she does it so brilliantly. I sent her this message just before Christmas. I was like, thank you so much. It was so beautiful. I can't believe how beautiful it was. Because <laughs> I am so pathetically grateful that anyone will help me. But again, it's like that doesn't break the bank. And that has literally changed my life. So in terms of, yeah, in terms of outsourcing some of the, the stuff to enable me to work, that that's been a real that's been a real win yeah I think it's that 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 shift away from thinking I have to do everything otherwise I'm failing like I have to be perfect otherwise I'm failing and just going it's all right to need help or to not do it right now I guess is that thing in life so isn't it it's like sometimes it's okay just to like just be and not do yeah um me I because my husband's been here all the time for the first time in our in our in our kids' lives really, you know, he was he's always worked away. So lockdown has actually been quite nice in that sense that we've he's been here. Um and I literally can't have a conversation with the kids about mess anymore. Like I just I'm just done. Um so we had a chat about it and I was like, I can you just be that person just to be like you know on it a bit with them and just you know and us like can you actually just you know because it really gets me down but I'm not naturally a very tidy person so I like can do my bit but it's not like I'm not getting any it's not a joy spot for me I mean I've kind of hacked it as much as I possibly can I put my headphones on like I listen to tunes like I can get quite into sort of you know cleaning the kitchen or whatever but I you know I'm not that house proud um and so he's taken that on. So, and just because he's 
he's really sort of ordered in his brain he won't forget stuff like I will because you know we have these deals like okay Sunday afternoon everyone will tidy up their room and then I just forget and then it's like six o'clock and we've been having a nice time watching a film and then it's like oh no everything's chaos but he won't forget so I've just tasked that over to him so now it's like yeah that the kids are sort of pulling their weight a bit more doing their their jobs and I don't have to say it because I've been saying it for the last like 14 years it's it's actually being having to listen to yourself and be that person in that role exactly so yeah so that's what I've been doing so yeah just kind of yeah, because I've done that. I mean, you know, when you just like, I've tried everything. Do you know what I mean? It's like I've written the list. It's like I'm not going to say it anymore. I'm just going to point at the list and then I forget about the list. So it's just like, okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's what. And all in the lifestyle. This bit, the lifestyle thing, I think that that is a really big thing for, for women um, and parents and carers that those kinds of things can really trigger those stress points throughout the day and at that point then that can lead to drinking so there's something that's very you know it is fundamental that we look at our daily routines and see what we can get help with um and identify those sort of key times and key stresses for us it's like they're the like real building blocks i think yeah and and it's yeah yeah it, it and it all takes work and it, it, it's like it's going to be a life's work right it's going to be a lot yeah. of work to get it all sorted in it and things then change and then it needs adjustment so it's not about being perfect and not ticking off each section and going gosh I'm such a domestic fucking goddess at all of this it's just to say ah oh, actually that's where I'm needing a bit of help that's yeah. where I'm starting to feel stressed um yeah where are the stress points where the stress points? it's almost like you did a SWOT analysis on yourself as well didn't you strengths weaknesses opportunities and threats yeah it's like that isn't it if I'm and I am rubbish at ironing like I am yeah. really bad like Dave is so much better at ironing than me and sometimes he does do a bit but not enough to really make a difference yeah I mean I just took the I other option to. that nothing gets mm. ironed but <laughs> that's the other yeah, way but maybe you've got better school shirts or something oh kids don't have uniform in in france that's why oh, well that's it then isn't it that's isn't it, it then isn't it, it they just wear they just wear track suits all day every day i love that that's really yeah. surprised me i would have thought they'd have gone in with little cravats and sort of <laughs> do you know what i mean like no, it's no school u- yeah. no school uniform in France. Well, maybe that's that like egalite sort of situation. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, moving on. My brain's gone down a little. Oh, I wonder what the core principles of France that about. Um, yeah. yeah. So, what's the next one? A alignment. Yeah. Now, this I think this is like right up there like the top of the hierarchy of needs kind of isn't it like but if you get a bit aware of what things are important to you and your values you can hack it and Mm. boss it a bit earlier like I didn't know how to identify what my values I didn't know how important doing something that aligns with my values were and to make that explicit and seen and how how yeah how useful they are I suppose yeah 
Mm. Yeah, so value, purpose, contribution. Mm. And this has been interesting for me at the moment because just, yeah, well, the conversation we had right at the beginning really about, you know, recognising, putting myself in the world amongst others and understanding you know what's important to me and and that that thing of of kindness you know is a core value of mine and it's like well okay how can I yeah how can I hack that to sort of benefit me but benefit others because that essentially is what makes me feel good so it's like right I'm just going to make sure I'll just be really nice to people or like you know I wrote a post about it it's like if you're doing homeschooling it's like how can you just like just center it around you know sending love to your frontline workers you know do painting around making banners or write them letters and do your you know writing skills about telling nurses how amazing you think they are or like you know how can you yeah sort of rather than this and I guess the other thing I mean I'm really lucky at the moment because my kids aren't in off school Mm. And I get it, like I get the pressure of homeschooling and all that. But there's a difference between homeschooling and home education. And there's also like my value and of being rebellious, I guess, helps me. But also my value of of well-being, I suppose, of, you know, is like I will not sacrifice those things to hit targets for Ofsted like I literally don't care about education like I don't care about education you know I didn't really go to school like most of it's shockingly bad as a teacher like I would never like teach my kids English in the way they get taught in school but it's just not my thing but I'm lucky in that sense because I think if your value is following the rules or following you know being like yeah part of that that education system or you know it's gonna it's gonna be very difficult for you Mm. so I suppose it's like how can you hack it in that it so it works for you yeah and how can you involve other values I suppose so if you're what one of your values is kindness or connection it's like how can you do the schoolwork but in a way that yeah brings kindness to others or something yeah yeah I love that I love that. And I thought, yeah, that's interesting because it's the same for me. It's like I just don't, that that sort of rebellion really serves me well, Mm. you know, quite often, to be honest. And definitely with that, yeah, the home home school situation. Um, And I'm thinking about in terms of sobriety as well, in terms of if you, like, you know, when you tethered your sobriety to your rebellion, it was like amazing yeah when you so when if you um if you detach your drinking from your core values so for example I had a bit of a a tricky bit around the fun aspect it wasn't really fun at the end so it's like but that is a need that is like I do need fun and sparkle and transcendent so it's my like core values so enter the world of Priscilla Queen of the Desert and dancing on top of a sparkly shoe and and being a knob and just 
doing karaoke and putting Kylie, you know, do you know what I mean? Like things like Lead the Gay Sober is amazing at all of that, of like bringing fun and the sparkle and tethering those to your sobriety. The other thing that I was thinking about that is how amazing and how much I love doing the work with of Love Sober. And I think this is something that I thought, I don't know if I've said this before, but I used to give myself a hard time about, and I think it's partly my neurodiverse brain, is that I've always kind of needed a mission. Like ever since I was young, I needed a reason. Like I need a raison d'etre and I need that that sense of purpose, which is bigger than me. Um, And it was bigger than having a family for some, you know, that's obviously like a huge you know and or whatever it is that you you choose to do but I know that I definitely needed that kind of mission and I have that sense of having a mission and having a revolution with the stuff that we do with Love Sober and changing the status quo and changing the conversation and that gives me such a lot that gives me such a lot of strength because I kind of know why I get up every morning and I didn't realise that. I just thought, well, you you've got to just do what you do. So I think that if you if you can if you are lucky enough, or if you've got that space at the moment to go, okay, what what, what are my core values, and how can I just like you keep saying, hack into them, hack, tap them? Mm. Maybe it's kindness, you know. And I think that's really interesting because I think what you said is kind of something that a lot of mums probably quite scared or ashamed or feel guilty or worry about saying is that you know being a mum may not be your number one top of the list core value like family is there of course but it's okay to have things that mean a lot to you and it's really important and it's okay because I thought that's just like I have to love you know motherhood more than anything else and it's like I love being a mum but I'm not me if I'm just a mum it's just I'm that's not enough for me and that was hard man I was like oh my god I'm like the worst parent in the world Mm. like I you know does that mean I don't love my kids is that whatever and it's like no it's just like for me to be fulfilled and satisfied I need other things and that's okay um you know and um I think the purpose thing you know the reason because it might be motherhood but it might yeah. not be I was going to say and if it is and that's absolutely fine what's oh, what yeah. about this is it's there's no shoulds it's not about what society says should be important to you it's what do you what it what really is it if you secretly knew what was important to you what is it go on say it right yeah. now those are your core values so mm. that's fine yeah. they're fine okay um we might have to do this in two parts because it's quite a yeah it's quite should we do half and half yeah go on then we could do so we've done b a and l and a so we've done bella and then i think we should do the rest in a in a separate podcast yeah let's do it because we've been going on for a bit it's 40 40 40 minutes now <laughs> I think that's enough I'm quite tired now I'm like oh okay my brain's been really working on that yeah but I think that's the thing because it's because the the thing when you're looking at this stuff it can feel really overwhelming it's like what I have to boss all this stuff and it's really not that it's just like right checking in myself like 
how do I how am I doing in these areas yes okay I feel all right about that okay how am I doing in this bit yeah that's that's the one like that's the one that I'm struggling with and if I worked a bit on my boundaries then I'd feel so much better or if I got some help with the cleaning I'd feel so much better so it's like identifying that key um so yeah I think let's let's do it in two parts part one and part two um so we'll go on to nurture connection and enjoyment in another podcast Mm. watch this space (laughs) and in Um, a piece of the pie at the end when we do it with clients we always leave that empty don't we yeah which is whatever so we can talk about that as well we can talk about that last bit which is very much to do with the fit yeah which is yeah very important that you're not just ticking boxes for somebody else but that you're working with it for you yeah indeed okay so yeah so just to recap um b for body a for or l for lifestyle and a for alignment Mm. um what's your tip of the day tip of the day Mm. what is my tip of the day Oh, I think just um, just to go easy. Just to go easy. It's amazing how, well, I don't know if it's for everyone else, but how much pressure we can put on ourselves and how the sort of the inner meanie or the inner critic or the inner impatient or as Rose calls it, the committee can get involved and give you a really hard time I love the committee and I realized you know like I was you know I'm a bugger for like I want a big you know my blue sky thinking right I really want to do that I'm gonna boss that I'm gonna personal trainer look look at me go right but I realized I was giving myself a bit of a hard time about food you know and I really need to just it's like okay wherever I go to I need to really pull it back at least half in my head to make sure that I haven't tipped over into the maniac running the show. So I'd say, you know, don't forget just to, yeah, try to try to go easy and, and, and be patient um, and let time work its magic. Um, yeah. Nice. What about you? Well, we haven't mentioned Bridgerton on this episode, so oh, let's give a little bit of a shout out to to that. Um, no, I think it's more it's just that thing of like, yeah, what are the tools that you already have that maybe you've forgotten about or maybe you've stopped using? And like, or as you say, you know, you think that they're kind of inferior or you should have a better tool. Like there's no rules, like whatever works mm. and we always say you know Dallas. what are our most what are our most um like i can feel another podcast coming up the secret the secret really rubbish tools that we've got but they're not rubbish they're just yeah, like, amazing like, tools they're not like oh i've got an amazing tool and it's good or a gratitude it's just like fucking netflix watching yeah watching home makeover programs or, gar- <laughs> or gar- garden programs or what, what what was the one that I was watching the other day about like the best like shed or something <laughs> you did you sent me a thing and I was yeah. like okay thanks we should yeah. do so B is for Bridgerton A is for 
I don't know we'll work on it but yeah but just you know respect the things that you already know like we were talking about it in the community the other day and I'd forgotten about how much I liked color in front of the tv like you know and I've we're all struggling I think with our phone at the moment and it is that thing it's like it's, it's hard to relax and switch off and just watch tv now unless you're watching Bridgerton of course but majoritively of the time like I'm much more chilled when I can do something and then watch something at the same time like and so me just you know doing coloring whilst watching tv with the kids is much better for me than me just sitting there trying to be present and not really you know my brain being 10,000 other places and I'd forgotten you know so I like got out my old I've still got the same coloring book from when I first quit so quit drinking quit sober oh dear my first quit drinking like eight years ago you know so it's got memories in it as well and I just sat down and I was just doing some coloring and I was like oh I've forgotten about you um and your reason to love sober? My reason to love sober is very much, I've mentioned it a few times today, but the, our community, um, mm. which is just, I don't know, just, you know, because as, as a community sort of grows and then deepens and, and we get to know each other, it's just just such a lovely, yeah, that's such a lovely bunch of women and... I just love it. I, do, I just love seeing what people are up to, really. So I think that is my my reason to love sober. Oh, nice. Yeah. Me, my reason to love sober. I just think, like, it's taught me so much about how to... I just find it fascinating. I find it fascinating how one decision... Obviously, it wasn't just, like, easy, but how how it's impacted on every area of my life like sometimes when you think about it it's just like I cannot believe where I was and where I am now I mean it's nuts really you know and it's sometimes when people listen now it's like oh yeah you know it's all it's easy for you to say you know blah 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 it's just my like my life was fucked you know I was in a bad way man everything everything was really you know going down the drain and yeah now I like I don't know it's just like I can look at things in such a different way and go oh maybe I'll try that and habits stack because I learned about habits you know it's just it's the personal development side of it yeah it's that the one fundamental act of self-care that then informed all other growth It's just astonishing. You make me feel quite emotional then, yeah, because it is that. I feel very, oh, you know, yeah. Mm. Fuck for that, basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. All right. Well, if you're immediately concerned about your drinking, then just reach out, send up a flare, get in touch with us at info at lovesober.com. You can find us on can't find us on yeah on because you can't find us on Facebook. Find us on on the site and then find that from there at uh, lovesober.com um, and look at the community bit. Um, and obviously, alcohol change. It's still um, dry Jan, 
We've got blog up actually on the dry on the alcohol change site as well with tips for dry jam. There's a lot of resources on there, agencies of local sport. Just literally just reach out, find your fit, as we say every week. Um, stay safe and we'll see you next week. More chat. Bye guys. Bye. Mm-hmm.